You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while we break it all down. Hey, hi. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Cannabis Hangout. I'm Sav. And I am Brandon. And today we are going to talk about productivity and cannabis. Yes, two wonderful things to have in your life. Absolutely. So let's start with, um, we're going to start with stigmas and how people, and I've personally been told this um, by previous employers, um, friends and family that you can't smoke and be productive just because you smoke weed. That means that you're not really doing anything with your life. And you're sitting on the couch eating potato chips and that's all you can do with it. And that's really like, that's it. Like there's no like stimulants. There's no creativity. There's no motivation, which in fact is quite the complete opposite, especially for me. Um, I feel like you can, yes, like some of those stigmas, there are people like that Mm -hmm. who, you know, like all they do is sit on the couch and eat eat potato chips. But also I feel like it has to do a lot with you as a person and how much you're wanting to put into your life and how you view cannabis, what your perspective is, you know, maybe medicinally versus just, you know, being into couch. Yeah. And I just think that plays a big part in, you know, your personality, how much you're willing to put into your life will really determine how much you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And cannabis for me is just a nice addition to that like I know where I want to get and I know the things that I want to accomplish Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like cannabis takes away from that if anything I feel like it makes it happen more and more in my own unique creative way yes I I do agree I agree with that for sure what I don't know um (laughs) sorry we're still (laughs) testing our sound in here Figuring Um, it out. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, that's just a little bit about like the stigmas. I mean, not a little bit, pretty much mainstream about the stigmas that I hear and mm -hmm. see quite often. And I just want to say that that shit is not Mm -hmm. true. And it's, I mean, there's so many successful people, business owners, just people in general Mm -hmm. that use cannabis who you would probably, you know, never never think think of. Yeah. Um, You know, they might wear a suit every day to work and be very clean cut, but you know, Mary J might be their medicine. Totally. And it's everyone uses it for such a various amounts of reasons. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things, different ways that you can use cannabis and not be stoned. Right. And that's I feel like that's another big thing that people don't know is you can still love cannabis and be all about it and not be stoned off your ass like you don't even have to be stoned you don't even and it's and that's i feel like it's different for everyone with experiencing experiencing you know like (laughs) wait i should have said experimenting (laughs) (laughs) definitely not experimenting both of them but okay Uh. anyways what i was saying you know everyone has their own dosage you're just gonna microdose yourself out first with it i feel like to get a feel of like being the productive part because i feel like When you're a first time user, it's more of like a sedative, like stony feeling. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of, I mean, that's what I I know that whenever I was a first time cannabis user, that's kind of what it was for me. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the longer I've used it and 
the more I smoke it, it's kind of compares to, you know, the first time versus a seasoned smoker. Cause I feel like it, I feel like it affects you differently. You know, if I'm a more of a seasoned smoker, I'm probably, I'm going to like, you know, be like, Oh, cannabis does make me feel productive. I'm going to kind of dive into it and explore it more than, you know, someone who's just, you know, smoking pot for like the first time. It's different. No, totally. Um, and it's also like, you have to, I mean, whether you're a seasoned cannabis user or a new cannabis user, if you're wanting to really explore cannabis and productivity, you have to find the strains. That's very important. Yeah. The strain, you have to do research. That's like number one. If you're wanting to use cannabis properly and wanting to really have it implement, like implement into your life and use it for the way Mm -hmm. that it's meant to be used, you have to do the research and you have to do trial and error. Like it's not like buying an eighth or buying a half or of whatever. You have to like, start with grams Mm -hmm. see how that treats you and then you work your way up until when you know what you like you'll buy more of it and Mm -hmm. leafly is a great source for picking out your strains and you can literally type the word like creative or whatever into Mm -hmm. the search bar and it's going to give you all of the strains that people like and why Mm -hmm. and how they affect them i mean there's and they have a lot of really good articles so i'm i'm on there a lot with different strains Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah i like to research a strain before I just dive right in. I mean, sometimes I'll dry, dive right yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, your butt yeah. tender too. Like that's yeah. one of the main, peop, you know, your point of contact when you're going into a dispensary, you want to want something that's creative and product, product, prod, <laughs> y'all. Brandon can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, I yeah. think that's just a really important, you have to have a good butt tender to talk to to point you in the right direction with that that really will make or break also your experience at a dispensary and your experience with cannabis to be honest Mm -hmm. um having a knowledgeable butt tender is like having i mean not saying that butt tenders are doctors but it's Mm -hmm. like having a really good doctor like a really good person a mechanic Mm -hmm. a really good you know just somebody you trust to take care of you and things in your life when you're going for like, Hey, I need this strain. I'm looking for an, like, even if you don't know what you're looking for and it's just nice to know that you can say what you need to Mm -hmm. say. And then the other person on the receiving end is like, Hey, like, okay, this is what I recommend. These are your options. I know Mm -hmm. you didn't say this and said this. I know you have diabetes or don't have diabetes. This is what's going to be good for you. And kind of really like asking the questions to funnel it down Mm -hmm. versus like walking in there. Cause I've been into so many dispensaries and walk in and be like, you know, I'm looking something because I have anxiety. So I'm looking for something to help with anxiety, but I don't necessarily want to be high. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. This is really good strain. I'll get you high. And I'm like, that is like, I just turn around and don't buy anything because I'm like, okay, but you didn't hear me out. Like I'm, I get it. Like Oklahoma will be recreational one day maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not recreational now. And so I'm less likely to trust people like that, go back into mm-hmm. a business, buy from people like that because I mean, knowledge is everything and I feel like so many and I say so many because I've been into I feel like a decent amount of dispensaries and within the 10 that I've been to maybe one has surprised me yeah it's it's like it's a gem whenever you find a good bud tender because that a lot of the time you want to go back to that one dispensary because you know you're comfortable and you know you're safe there because you know you're with someone who knows their stuff totally yeah and I mean and you're more likely to buy something mm-hmm. from, you know, somebody yeah. who can point you in the right direction, like I productivity. <laughs> yes, productivity. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that goes right into my next thing is, I mean, I we kind of touched on it, but finding the right strain. So, like, it's taken me a while to find a 
strains that I really like. Um, recently, over the past like four months, I'd say I've tried Golden Goat like three or four different yeah, times, and for me, that is such a good productivity mm -hmm. high. And I don't even feel like with Golden Goat I get high. Um, I've done it in cartridge, I've done it in flower, and I've done it in dabs. And all three ways, I feel like it it makes me feel normal like mm -hmm. but what is normal my normal it makes me yeah feel my normal that's good though that's quality right there if you can put yeah. it in all those different forms mm -hmm. and it still be consistent and make you feel the same way like that is very rare so yeah and the fact that it was different brands and one of them honestly was from colorado so it wasn't even from oklahoma mm -hmm. but um that's a strain that I've personally found that's helped me be very productive and really get into that mindset of mm -hmm. the creativity, the just getting after it and not just wanting to be like lazy. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Granddaddy Perp is what I go to when I'm trying to be in the couch. Right. But um, Golden Goat and then Durban Poison is another one for me that I found to be very productive. Yeah, I like Durban. Durban's always... I feel like uh, yeah. just a go-to that I know in my head for those reasons. Totally. I feel like Durban gets me a little bit more heady. So if I'm trying to be more like... It uplifts my spirit, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, <laughs> no, Durban. it really does. Yeah, definitely a spirit uplifter. Um, for me, I feel like Durban gets me a little bit more heady than Golden Goat does. So if I'm... If I know I'm just having a little bit of a harder time mm -hmm. getting over like a creative hump, mm -hmm. then Durban is what I'll go for. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I I try to find Golden Goat. It's just very hard, it's hard to, to find. And when it's you find it at some, a place, you just want to go back to that place. Yeah, for it. and not everywhere. I mean, the places that I've seen haven't really been mm -hmm. consistent with it, so it's a little bit harder to find. Yeah. Um, hence why I've done it in three different forms. Yeah. Um, but recently I just did the Sunday Extracts Golden Goat um, dabs, and those were amazing. I've been savoring this for like a month and a half. Right. And it's just every single time I dab it, I'm just like, huh, mm -hmm. here yeah. I am. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so one for me, um, back to like just can't being pro productive and in what forms. I like I would say exercise is one thing that I've noticed so much if I use a certain strain with that. But I remember remember when we were at the Lake Hefner <laughs> like a few <laughs> weeks ago, yes. and my sister Brooklyn and I we had we had smoked and I forgot what it was that we used, but it was the one that like made it was like a euphoric working out situation like one where we could like run and we were like you're, I just like wasn't faced like I'm just running you know I don't mm -hmm. really I feel like it was Smokies that we ate was it Smokies I think it okay was Smokies that we ate and our edibles had just came it out. was it was good though it's like I just like didn't want to stop like it was yeah. just kind of like a feeling that like I could just keep going I could get it done mm -hmm. and that's like important work when working out especially if you're one of those people who like mind wonders or mm, you're like counting, <laughs> you know, your strides or, you know, counting getting down the in seconds your head. have to stop. <laughs> I know. So that for me, like exercise and obviously if I have like a busy day, I mean, I don't always just like smoke in the morning, you know, yeah. but mm -hmm. some, I mean, if it depends on the type of day you're having, I feel like. Yeah. That, I mean, that plays a big part mm -hmm. in it too. Cause my, I mean, my less productive days, sometimes I just start the day off, but mm -hmm. the days that I know I have a little bit more to do and a little bit more thinking and I don't want to be foggy per se. Yes. I'll start it with like a car hit of my cartridge and then just kind of like every hour every like ha hour and a half just maybe. fill your body out yeah just like fill my body out and next. just like kind of get in that like okay i just need to enter into the headspace and mm -hmm. once i'm there like i'm good mm -hmm. so but i don't feel like 
oh, I'm so stoned yeah. or anything like that because it's not even like that. It's just my body just needs it at that time. Mm-hmm. And and it just kind of gives me that extra oomph that I need. It's like my coffee, but then in addition, I need coffee as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis and coffee. Yes, <laughs> but pair them together. But I would say, okay, another strain... I know we said Durban Poison, Jack Carrere. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that as like a good sativa, good. It's really good for clarity. I feel like clears my head, puts me in a good headspace. And it, it's not one of those like spacey or, you know, like dreamy feeling head highs. So I always appreciate that whenever I'm trying to get stuff done because I don't want to like feel too euphoric or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of another planet <laughs> yeah no i feel that that's actually one that i have not tried is jack career i've seen it a ton but i just have not i think it's one of like the well-known yeah. sativas mm-hmm. that i feel like i when i have bought it in the past it's just was like a go-to because i knew yeah. the name that and like green crack i feel like are the two yes. that people just are like can very much and obviously durban poison can mm-hmm. like very much associate with but Another one that, like, another two um, that I really like, which I don't think that they even grow this anymore. I'm not sure. But there's a grower in Oklahoma called Rooted Zen, and they came out with a strain called Cherry Lime Haze, Mm. which was so good. was so tasty, smelled amazing. Then it was just beautifully grown, and, like, it was such a good, exactly how you described Jack Herrera. Yeah. Like, it wasn't euphoric. It wasn't, like, but that was really good for when I needed to do, like, tasks like yes. the shit that nobody wants to do like do my laundry and clean yes. the, clean the dishes kind of like with music on like that type of yeah it's one of those yeah it's like one of those where once you just get started you kind of go I'm not comparing it to Adderall because Adderall's bad but if, <laughs> I, if like I guess if it was it, would, it was like a natural like Adderall type stimulant where mm-hmm. I just felt like I was like okay like let's go let's that do this that is a good feeling to be able to be like I can use cannabis and it is making oh, yeah. me feel creative and like let's go let's get the stuff done you know versus like having to take a pill for that and like getting that same effect like yeah a natural option versus that like why wouldn't you choose the natural option like, yeah and not to mention the come down off of Adderall is just like yeah awful. I feel so crazy all the time. I mean, all the time. I don't ever take it all the time. So we're just <laughs> gonna cut that part out. Um, but yeah, just I I see my friends who have to take Adderall or not have to, but you know they're choose to yeah choose to they're prescribed to. it. That's just all they know. Um, mm-hmm. And they their come downs are usually they're pretty moody and they're always like oh, I have to smoke and I'm like well that's a great thing about cannabis yeah. like what you have to. <laughs> If you had, if you took an Adderall and were trying to come down from it and you had to smoke yeah. to come down for it, then like, why not just, just start with the smoking yeah. in the beginning and yeah. And honestly that like, I have crash. a lot of friends who have been smoking for probably longer than me, but it's just funny that like how misinformed and uneducated people are Mm -hmm. and even if they've been smoking for a long time they think and I see this all the time at the dispensary people think that they know like oh I know because I've been smoking for 15 years and I'm like I thought the same thing Mm and I've been working um at Living Leaf for since like 420 and I still don't know and honestly when I really started learning about cannabis like Mm -hmm. it was when I started working at Living Leaf like it was when I really had to like talk to these growers and processors and be like okay it's a great way to start though a great way to build your knowledge just put yourself in the dispensary because you're gonna have to do all that stuff exactly and it like really opened my eyes to like how I 
I mean, how I even just think of it myself yeah. and like anytime my friends are, you know, talking, like I always feel like I'm that annoying friend that like, Sob, you can't just like chill. You always have to chime in with education or something. And I'm like, well, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually do because I just feel like people are very misinformed. No, it's important. You shouldn't pass up an opportunity. I feel like if you feel like someone doesn't know it or needs mm-hmm. it or it can be applied in that conversation or situation, like that's what we're here for. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that people who... I mean, who've been smoking for over 10 years. I feel like there's just still so much to learn, mm-hmm. especially with like strain specific stuff. And yes. like that's how... becoming more and more popular. I feel like yes. people like really wanting to know like the profiles mm-hmm. of it versus just being like sativa, indica. Yeah. Which... Like get me one of whatever, like the specific strain breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, they're... for being wanting to be productive mm-hmm. while you're using it, like that's important yeah. to oh, know totally. that specific breakdown. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that plays such a big part in it and just the genetics, how it's grown, Mm -hmm. you know, just all that stuff. And um, it's just it's really crazy how productive it can make me. I know it's a true gift. It really is. It really is a true gift. And I'm super thankful that we live in a state where and we say this all the time, but super thankful to live in a state that lets us naturally medicate and. I mean, trial and error to figure out what we really need versus me just going to the doctor and then being like, oh, here's some pills. Like, right. you know, um, but yeah, that's just I mean, that's just a little bit of productivity and cannabis on our end and how we implement it in our day to day and how we feel that it helps us. Mm-hmm. Um there's just so many things that it helps my mind with conquering and just getting stuff done during the day. And you can totally be productive and still smoke cannabis. Don't. Don't listen to the stigmas. Stigmas yeah, are so follow, follow your body. Follow what feels good and right for yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's going to always have a unique experience and a unique perspective to say with cannabis, I feel like, for the most part. But just, just I guess, just know your body is what I'm saying and experience mm-hmm. with with it, with cannabis, and see what strains you like for um, creativity and run with it. Totally. And if you guys ever have questions, feel free to send us a DM via instagram because we're always i mean we check them all the time and we want to reply back to everybody absolutely if you have even if tell us what you guys use it for too like dm us and let us know i mean i know saba and i covered like you know the majority of things i feel like most people might say but Mm -hmm. what are some other unique ways that you guys might medicate with cannabis to be like focused and productive Definitely shoot us a DM on that. Yes, we would love to hear from the students, the teachers, the workers. We would love to hear everyday from everyday people. Yeah, we'd love from here. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. <laughs> well, guys, that concludes our episode for today, and we ha- we always have so much fun being on here and just having the conversation that we do and bonding over a plant that is healing. Just still, just always blows my mind every day. But um catch us on the next episode yes thank you guys so much for tuning in and we appreciate all the listening ears that have tuned in to listen to us yes thank you for taking time out of your day to be listening to the cannabis hangout yes and we'll see you guys next time thanks so much thanks for listening to today's show to check out more great cannabis podcasts go to podconnects.com here's a preview of one of our other shows season one of dope history is now available at dopehistory.com Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, 
Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.